0: Now, back to BetMGM Tonight on the BetQL Network, presented by BetMGM.
1: BetMGM night continues. Rob Brown, Ryan Horvath with you here on a Tuesday night. College hoops in progress. We got some NHL. We'll hit some scores right now. Then we're going to talk some Major League Baseball award markets. And I actually place three future bets as far as uh, the awards markets. I'm not going to do a whole lot, I decided, this year with win totals, Rob or even futures, but I do like playing some MVP, some Cy Young, some uh, strikeout leaders, and uh, some things. In, and, and, oh, oh, and I got a home run prop, an under, that I love, and I haven't given this out to anybody except for you tonight, Rob. Really quick, though, some scores. Uh, 69-52 Creighton. There's still eight minutes to go in this game. I should feel good, but unless it's a 30-point lead against UConn, I just don't really feel good. But a Creighton shooting 60%. Um, so that makes me feel all right. Wisconsin's up 44 38 on Maryland. They're seven and a half point favorites on the live line. Live total 124 and a half. Creighton is a 14 and a half point favorite on the live line. BYU up 47 45 on Baylor. Good one there. BYU a three and a half point favorite on the live line. Live total at BetMGM 156 and a half. Utah State up 41 36 on San Diego State. Big conference game. Utah State, four and a half point favorites on the live line. And then TCU's up 45-43 on Texas Tech. TCU a one and a half point dog. Total in that game, 147 and a half. As soon as the buzzer hits here, I'm probably going to bet uh, St. Mary's. This game tips off in 37 minutes. They're playing San Francisco. They're at home. Tough place to play. Seven and a half point favorites. Total in the game, 133 and a half. But I'm waiting to make sure I get Creighton home. Uh, NHL scores really quickly. The Jets up 4-1 on the Wild. Canucks and Avalanche tied at 1. Predators lead the Golden Knights 1-0. And then coming up in 15 minutes, the puck drops out in Los Angeles. The Kings, huge favorites, minus 250 over the Blue Jackets. Total 6.5. All right, Rob, can I talk you into a
0: under on a home run prop? Uh, can you? You can damn sure okay. try. Will you be successful, Ryan Horvat? like -110. Let's see how it goes.
1: Other than Ryan Sandberg and uh John Lester as well, we're going to throw out there. Who's my who's my oh and Anthony Rizzo of course. You got to exclude those guys. Who's my favorite Chicago Cub all time? Uh Greg Maddox. Damn it, he'd probably be up there. Chris Bryant, World Series hero. <laughs> right former Rookie of the Year and National League MVP Chris Bryant is my favorite cub probably other than Tony Rizzo you know of the last 20 years I would say but I was shocked when I went over to BetMGM and I looked at home runs they have home run props right Chris Bryant's home run total this season 19 and a half minus 110 to the under Chris Bryant who I love right I sometimes forget that he's in the league playing in Colorado rotting away He got the money. He got the bag. He's played 122 combined games the last two seasons. Like, I thought he was going to go to Colorado. I worried about the power. I mean, he got hit with the pitch, which was scary in the head. And then he had the shoulder injury, and the power just hasn't been there. But I thought when he went to Colorado, man, playing at Coors, like he was going to hit 35 to 40 homers. Even if he does stay healthy, I just don't see it happening, man. Like the power's gone. Even if this number is seventeen and a half, sixteen and a half, I'd play the under on Chris Bryant. I don't think he's going over nineteen and a half. So that was the first prop bet uh, that I placed this season. I was shocked to see it minus one ten, and I'll be more shocked if Chris Bryant plays hundred games this season. I love him. I hate to say it. I just don't see it happening, and I don't see Colorado I, uh, being any good. My only concern would be like he gets moved at the deadline.
0: I am gonna. I am actually gonna congratulate you because yes, you are. You have talked. Me into this. Chris Bryan has played over eighty games one time in the last four years. The only time he did it was twenty twenty one, where he played for two different teams, uh, both the Cubs and the Giants. That year, he played in one hundred and forty four. He went yard twenty five times. The year before that, played in thirty four games, went yard four times. In twenty two in Colorado, played in forty two games, went five times. And last year, eighty games, went ten times. So, uh, not only would he have to play in what a okay. minimum of 120 games but he'd have to he'd have to go yard basically twice every 10 games to do it which statistically has not been a thing he's done even in his best year back in 2016 so yeah i i that's at 19 and a half really yes yeah i was shocked man and again i love chris bryant and maybe
1: whew. Man, I hate to even say it. I think it would take a lot of HGH, to be honest, for Chris Bryant to go over 19 and a half. I just don't think he's (laughs) that dude anymore, man. Like, he's older, right? Like, he's got his ring. He has the Rookie of the Year. He has the MVP award. Right now, he's playing for the Rockies. Like, every year, I lose my mind, and I just play them to win 66 games. They can't even do that. You know, like, if we did a man on the street interview right now in D.C., name, name me three Oakland A's and name me three Colorado Rockies, I guarantee nobody would get it. Like nobody can name any A's. And I'd be shocked. Like Charlie Blackman, other than him, like, you know, maybe, maybe if I maybe if you're a Cub fan, you remember Chris Bryant. But yeah, 19 and a half man. I'm going under. All right, let's talk about some of these other ones, right? Aaron Judge is the favorite to win the American League MVP plus 550. Juan Soto, spoiler alert, you already gave this one out. Six to one over at BetMGM. Alvarez is nine to one. Seegers 10 to 1. J Rod's 12 to 1 rushman who i played 16 to 1 i'm all in on the o's this year man gunner's 18 to 1 and rushman 16 to 1 that's crazy kyle tucker i play him every year 18 to 1 and then bobby witt jr 20 to 1 other than uh, juan soto who we've already talked about talked about uh, who, who would you maybe look at in this market or who do you expect a big year from
0: there's a couple I'm interested in. Uh Bo Bichette is a guy that I'm interested in, not just because he has a great Star Wars name, but if if Toronto can turn the corner, Boba Shet's going to be a big part of that. And, and uh, I would throw him up there. Um, Randy Rosarena. Like, Randy every year feels like he gets right up to that line, right? Like he toes up to that line where he starts playing with my emotion last year. Deck and I were having a ball last year with the crossed arms mean mug that Randy was throwing around. Got super hot in the World Baseball Classic. Brought that momentum in. I would love to see him put together a full season of it. But look, man, I, I, again, I think Juan Soto is in the perfect position. I think he is in the perfect spot. I think the one thing he was missing was, was structure. I think he's one of those young cats that was so far above his league when he got going and then he goes to San Diego, a place that pretty much just let the, the the players run the clubhouse, let the inmates run the asylum, so to speak. And he's not going to have that option in New York. Because not just is that not what the Yankees do, but, Ryan, like everybody wearing pinstripes, everybody wearing a suit in that office, everybody's under the gun this year. If if they tank, if they yeah. fall again this year and they fall off, I think you have got to have a not a clubhouse reboot. I think you've got to have a franchise reboot i think everybody top to bottom's got to go which means that you know it's i think we've all been in some sort of position of management it's one thing when you're screwing up and it's making you look bad it's another thing when you're screwing up and it's putting my ass on the line that's where i have to turn into the bad guy even if i like you as a bro and i've got to kind of get down on you a little bit and i kind of feel that's where the yankees are i i listen I'm passing on Aaron Judge as my vote because I think that's how good Juan Soto is going to be for this team this year. The pressure's not on him. He's got a a Giancarlo Stanton there. He's got an Aaron Judge there. He doesn't have to be the man like he did last year in San Diego, like he did his whole career in D.C. I think you lift that pressure, you give him a little structure. I think Juan Soto is going to be a dude this year.
1: Me too. And good point about the Yanks too. And that's the one thing I appreciate about, like, organizations like the new york yankees and the boston red sox and even the st louis cardinals like not the biggest markets but they don't accept mediocrity like in the dodgers they never rebuild like my team big market team has been rebuilding since since birth but like those teams even if they have a down year like you can't expect even if they have a down year they're like attempting to win like the mets for example like yeah they're probably gonna suck but look at their payroll at least they're paying guys and going after guys just not the right guys all right man I'm in the sweat chamber right now. We're going to continue to talk about these awards, but all hell is broken loose. UConn doing UConn things. They're on a 19-5 to 5 run, a little bit over four minutes to go, and this is a 10-point game. We went from a 23-point lead, me enjoying life, placing stupid money on Chris Bryant futures. Now to me sweating here, legitimately shaking, UConn only down 10. Uh, If Creighton loses this game by three points, I'm going to be very sad. I haven't even checked the Wisconsin (laughs) score lately. I don't even want to see it. So let's move on to the National League, where Ronald Acuna Jr., if he stays healthy, every year should probably be the favorite. Like, Mookie Betts, great. Shohei Otani, best player of our generation. Uh, I like Tatis. I like Freeman. But Ronald Acuna Jr. is just unreal, man. The things that he does, he shows up every single day, like – if I could create a player, if, if I could have one team for one player for my team, it would be Ronald Acuna Jr. Now, the price not great, plus 525. Mookie bets plus 650. Shohei's nine to one. Let's just start there really quick. Shohei probably not worth a bet at nine to one when you take the ball out of his hands every five days when he's not going to be pitching, right? Even if he hits 285, 45 homers, and, and the Dodgers win 105 games with all that talent, win losses, like that's what I love about the NL or you know, just the MVP market in Major League Baseball. It doesn't matter. I mean, Mike Trout won the MVP on one of the worst teams in baseball. You know what I'm saying? So that doesn't really matter. But I do think that would take away a little bit from Shohei. All the protection in that lineup, right? Like Mookie bets, that entire lineup. And he's not pitching anymore. So I don't think he's worth a bet at 9-1. to one. I'd maybe wait for a better price if I wanted to do anything with Shohei this season.
0: Again, we talked about this earlier. He's a DH, man. Like, I, I, I don't think right. you – unless he just has the – Greatest year from the dish of any batter in 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 maybe ever on a team that is stacked with all-stars, right? I mean, Freddie Freeman, Mookie Betts, his team is is one to nine, as good as anybody in the league, with the exception of the Braves. So in order for Shohei Otani to stand out in that lineup. He's got to get on base more than Mookie Betts. He's got to advance more than Mookie Betts. He's got to mash more dingers than Freddie Freeman. And he's got to do all of these things, consistently start to finish, to stand out just on his own team. He's not the guy. Now, if he was competing with Freddie Freeman and also winning a Cy Young in the National League, then yes, there's no question he would be your candidate of the year. But look, Ronald Acuna just entered a club of which he is the only member. And you can hit me all you want with pitch clock and larger bases and this, that, and the other. And that's all well and good. But hey, he's playing by the same rules as everybody else in Major League Baseball. And he's the only person in this club. Now, that's not me saying Ronnie's going to win it again this year. Much like with Nikola Jokic, I do wonder if two years is where the voter fatigue mark kicks in for Major League Baseball. By the way, I don't think there's two words I hate in the MVP discussion more than voter fatigue. Look, Same. I love Joel Embiid. Nikola Jokic was the MVP last year, okay? And to me, end of debate. He just was. Uh, I wonder if that kicks in for Ronnie and maybe that's a reason to be scared off that, that number aside from the fact that the price isn't stellar. But Ronald Acuna does things at the dish and more importantly, on the base path. And oh, by the way, a hell of a right fielder that there's maybe only one other guy in the league that can do, and that is Mookie Betts. The only problem Ronnie's going to have, much like Shohei, the Braves have six All Stars in the lineup. Six. Yeah. You got to stand out from five other All Stars. That's tough to do, man. Tough to do. The yeah. Braves will have to eclipse that 104 mark if Ronald Acuna is going to repeat. I will say that.
1: Yeah, completely agree. You know what price I don't hate, and actually, dude, it opened at 18 to one and. BetMGM has the best price for Corbin Carroll, 20 to one for Corbin Carroll, right? I mean, like you said, it's going to be hard to beat Ocuna if he stays healthy. I mean, he had, what, 41 dingers, 73 stolen bases. But Corbin Carroll last year, let's look at his numbers, 25 homers, 50 stolen bags for Corbin Carroll. And I... Like I said, like team success doesn't matter in the MVP market, but I do think Arizona would have to at least be a card team. Like I think they would have to be relevant all season long because he's going to put up numbers, but so are all those dudes in Los Angeles and all those dudes in Atlanta. So I think for Corbin Carroll to make a case for MVP, they would at least have to be relevant. You know they would have to be like a 90 i don't know like an 85 to 90 win team i almost feel like sneak back into the post or get back into the postseason i think arizona is going to be good it just sucks that they're in the division with you know the best team or second best team in all of baseball or at least the national league um right now 76 64 creighton up 12 a little bit over three minutes to go and like it's just like the ultimate melt you know what i mean like you can never feel good about anything in college hoops Unless you're betting against Rick Pitino, all of a sudden, as he's like melting down and falling apart at press conferences. <laughs> and whatnot. I mean, what the hell was that, dude? Like, jeez, man,
0: he's missing—he's missing the old days. Wait, if wait, you wait. know what I'm talking you're about? Not, you're not—you're—you're—you're you're, you're telling me that calling players out by name and calling them quote physically weak in the national <laughs> audience is not the best way to get them to buy in. Stop it. Not a great look, dude. Like good luck recruiting next year, like these young dudes
1: especially. <laughs> so not a great look. But yeah, twelve point lead, two forty eight to go. And UConn all of a sudden is like unconscious from three, but they do have a miss there. Uh we're gonna come back, we're gonna wrap up the show. We are, uh, let's hit on a couple more of these award markets, man, because Garrett Cole, again, the favorite to win AL Cy Young. I think there's better value in that market before we uh, get to spring training. We'll talk a little bit about that. We'll wrap up some scores in college basketball. We got some sweats. Bet MGM tonight. We wrap up Rob Brown, Ryan Horvath, right here on the Beck Network.